So, uh, Hare Krishna. Today is January 1st, 2020. Okay, silence in there. And um, so we're going to read a verse from the Bhagavatam. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to read it. And uh, the verse is a verse that was very important to Prabhupada, Bhagavatam 1511. Tadvagvi sarga janatagha viplavo jasmin pratishlokam jat shinvanti gayanti grananti sadavam. So the translation is. On the other hand, that literature, that literature which is full with descriptions of the transcendental glories of the name, fame, form and pastimes of the unlimited Supreme Lord is a transcendental creation meant to bring about a revolution in the impious life of a misdirected civilization. Such transcendental literatures are you really going to do that during the class? Oh. Such transcendental literatures, even though irregularly composed, are heard, sung, and accepted by purified men who are thoroughly honest. And Om Tat Sat A.C. Vakyadanta Swami, dated Delhi, December 15, 1962. So tadvag, vag means speech, related to our English word vocal and so on. It's a normal Hare Krishna program. So uh, tadvag. Well, that's auspicious, doesn't want to be. So Tadvag Visarga. Uh, Visarga means a creation, specific creation, and so a, a linguistic or literary creation. So that literary creation, speaking of course of the Bhagavatam, <coughs> Tadvag Visargo, Janataga Viplavo. Janata means the people, people in general. And aga means sin, like the famous sin demon, agasura. So the sins of the people or the just the destructive actions, self-destructive, <coughs> destructive to others, janataga viplava. Viplava means like a revolution or a, an overturning. So a, that literary creation overturns the uh, the destructive or the sinful acts of people in general and it's saying that literature will do that just mean that literature in which just mean means in which prati shlokam each verse each sloka abhadavatya pi even if this is what Prabhupada translates irregularly composed and it's interesting that the Sanskrit word, which Prabhupada translates irregularly composed, is abhadavati. Api means even, even if. 
And so Baddha in Sanskrit uh, means bound. It's related to English. Sanskrit word bandha, English word bind or bound. And so Baddha means bound, but it also has a sense like in, in, in modern language, if you're talking about music, you can say the band was very tight. Or that literature, we say something, we even, we even have a common colloquial expression that something is together, that's really together. And so that's actually that colloquial way of speaking in English is related to the Sanskrit here. So something is baddha, tight, together, uh, meaning, which probably, so, and here we have abadha means not tight, not together, not coherent, or, and uh, vati, vati is, uh, it's feminine of van, like Bhagavan, it means it has been composed in a way, we're talking about literature, literary creation, which is composed in a way, which doesn't, it's not really together in terms of all the rules of literature, or all the rules of grammar, and saying, even if that's the case, a literature which uh, that literature will overturn the sinful lives of people in general even if it is not together in the sense of all the normal rules of composition if certain things are the case if that literature it's if it is literally marked with or marked by ankita means marked so if uh, that literature in which uh, the names and the glory, the fame, the names and the fame of the infinite, Ananta, are marked. And if you think about it, there's no way of speaking English like mark this in the sense that, you know, you, you notice that you're conscious of it. And so literature which is marked by uh, that the names of the Lord and the, and the glories of God, of the infinite Lord, are marked there, they're set down. And and so sadhava, those who are actually sadhus, those who are actually saintly persons, shinvanti, they hear that literature, they listen to it, gayanti, they sing it, grananti, they speak it, they recite it. And so this verse explaining not only what is real transcendental literature, but who are real sadhus. Sadhava is just the plural of sadhu. So, in other words, real saintly persons, real, really virtuous people listen to and recite real transcendental literature. And that's the literature which contains the names and the glories of the infinite. And, and is that literature which will actually correct the world? As we know, we live in a time in which there's so much heated political debate. We, of course, never do that. So, and I think the ultimate conclusion, though, in the midst of all this violent political debate, is that it's all a mistake in the sense that it's foolish for a Vaishnava to think that mere politicians on this or that side will actually save the world. Only Krishna can save the world, and Krishna saves the world through his devotees. And so the real point is not that this or that crazy person is, you know, in this or that office. The real point ultimately is the devotee should not be MIA, you know, they should not be missing in action. 
And so the real point is that, that we have to become very active. And so in terms of New Year's resolutions, um, which in Sanskrit would just be Navabda Sankalpa. So in terms of a New Year's resolution, I think the resolution should be that we, as much as we possibly can, that we show up for Prabhupada at a time when he actually needs us. I mean, all of us have our, you could say, secular hobbies and so on. But I, but I think we really need to show up for Prabhupada. It's, um, Prabhupada. I mean, ultimately, Prabhupada doesn't need anything because he's always with Krishna. And yet, if you look at Krishna Leela, if you look at Krishna's pastimes, Krishna does create stories in which people are needed for things. It's just like the Pandavas before Kurukshetra, they sent out embassies, they sent out ambassadors to all the different kings, urging them to join the Pandavas. And some of them did and some of them didn't. Some of them fought for the Kurus. So the Pandavas were, as we would say, into it. I mean, they, I mean, they were very serious about it. When the Pandavas were serving Krishna, assembling their army and just doing so many things, they're very serious about it. And they acted, even though Krishna says in the Gita that I uh, eliminate the, uh, the bad people and save the good people. Krishna says, uh, in order to deliver good people. And in order to remove from the game uh, the bad people. In order to reestablish Dharma, I come in every age. And so Krishna declares in the Gita that actually I'm doing it. And he says in chapter 11 of the Bhagavad Gita that um, I have already killed all these soldiers. It's already done. This is before the battle started. Krishna said, I already did it. <clears throat> and, um, is there water? Oh, my GBC is on for a glass of water. <clears throat> Just kidding. So, so, Krishna says, my, uh, uh, my, it's very emphatic the way Krishna says, my Ayavete doesn't just mean by me, it means by me alone. By me alone, my Ayava. My Ayavete, these Ayate, these soldiers. Nihata have been slain. Purvam Eva, already. Again, Purvam in Sanskrit just becomes English previous. And so uh, I've already done it. I alone already did it. And one time we were walking with Prabhupada, Rancho Park in Los Angeles. It was very, I always mention this. That was a park where I played Little League Baseball and, you know, learned to swim. And that was, that was our neighborhood park. And I would actually walk with Prabhupada over at the Little League Baseball Diamonds. And that was like, can't say it was cognitive dissonance, but it was, <laughs> I mean, it was amazing what Krishna arranged because uh, in order to get from the L.A. Temple to that park, which Prabhupada would walk at every other day, one day Venice, one day the park, until one time I took him to Santa Monica Palisades, and he only wanted to go there. But for most of his visits to L.A., he just he went to Rancho Park, and then one day in Venice Beach the other day. And so 
I always mention this, but Karunder, who was a GBC then, some of you knew him, uh, he was GBC of LA and BBT trustee. He had a, on the side, a householder business where he would buy late model Rolls Royces and fix them up and then resell them. And so whenever Prabhupada came, he would have like his best Rolls Royce for Prabhupada. And so, and so to get to um, the park from, from the temple, which is, you know, it's only about five or 10 minute drive, we drive down Motor Avenue, which is very beautiful. It was a beautiful house. And that was, so I was actually sitting in the back seat there with Prabhupada in this Rolls Royce, driving by all these houses where I went to parties when I was young. It was, it was, I was just thinking, I remember I used to laugh and say to myself, you've come a long way, baby. And so anyway, so we would drive by all these houses and, um, I, I used to ride my bike up there. We drive by these houses, and we go to the park and walk over my little league baseball fields with Prabhupada. And so, one time we were uh, anyway particular place in the park. I can see it very clearly in my mind. We were we were there, and when Prabhupada was walking, and he wanted to really make a strong point, uh, he would often stop. He would stop, and he'd, he'd sort of put his cane down, and then he would, you know, he'd make his point, and so. One time he stopped like that and he was uh, quoting that verse that I've actually already done this, Krishna says. And he tells Arjuna, Nimitta Matram, Bhava Savya Sachan, just be the instrument. And just, the word just is sort of a translation of the word matra. Matra in Sanskrit is from the verb ma to measure. So matra. Is measurement, and of course, from the Sanskrit word mantra, we have English words like metric and meter. And so, uh, so when mantra is used as a suffix in Sanskrit, it means just that measure, no more, no less. So it means only that. So, nimitta matra. Nimitta means instrumental cause. If you know Aristotle's system of causality, uh, mantra uh, nimitta means the instrument. Like for example, if you if you use a, a, a plow to plow a field. So the instrumental cause is the, is the plow. So Krishna tells Arjuna, be just, just be the cause, uh, the instrument, the instrument of what I've already done. And then Prabhupada sp spoke very strongly. He said that just as 5,000 years ago, Krishna uh, already won the battle so Krishna has already spread his Sankirtan movement. Krishna's already done it, but he's inviting you to be his instrument and he's inviting you to take the credit. And then Prabhupada, he was really into this. And so he, he was kind of, he was, he was reenacting Krishna Arjuna, in which he was speaking both parts. And Arjuna, so Arjuna said, I can't, I can't fight. And Krishna, then Krishna said, Arjuna, do not think that any of these men are going home again to their families. They're not going home. And so then, then Prabhupada turned to us and he, he was really urging, imploring us. He said, why don't you become the instrument and then Krishna will give you the credit. And if you don't, he, he will use, engage someone else, but why don't you take the credit? Why don't you take the credit and actually become Krishna's instrument? 
And so, uh, as it is well known, I believe that uh, there's little credit that needs to be taken now in the sense that there's a need to really, again, there's a need basically for Hare Krishna Explosion 2.0. And uh, the world needs it, we need it. And so um, I think Prabhupada's words are more relevant. Someone's got to buy a book. I think these words are more relevant than ever that uh, more than ever, you know, we need to step forward and we need to show up for Prabhupada. I think all of us, and I certainly include myself, I don't put myself apart. Uh, I think all of us, have, or most many of us, those of us who are a little older, no one here is actually old, but those of us who are a little older, I, I think uh, we've had ample time to, uh, you know, explore the world post Hare Krishna conversion. We've had ample time to explore the world, to pursue our hobbies and all that. And I think the time comes when you have to get back in the battlefield. And, and the time is now. So personally, I'm trying to do that. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously none of us are, you know, we're all just doing our best. Uh, but that's the time. And so that's why I started my little project of Krishna West. It was, I actually didn't want to do it. I kept praying to Krishna, please find someone else to do this. Because I knew, you know, all hell would break loose. There'd be so much opposition. So many people would think I was the anti-Krishna. You know, maybe I, maybe I should just like, the symbol of Krishna West should be having 666 on your forehead or something. But but still, I mean, if someone has a better yeah, T Lock is six six six. So what should we call this decade, Maharaj? I mean you had the roaring twenties a hundred years ago. We're starting a new decade. What can you can you coin a Christian uh, for the new decade? Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh it's it's Hare Krishna Explosion two decade. I mean whatever you want to call it. So I think yeah, we need we need it for to save our own souls, we need to do this. Because the nature of spiritual life is, actually, I think Paul McCartney put it very nicely. The love you take is equal to the love you make. And I'm taking, you know, love making in a preaching sense here as a sannyasi. So let's just go with that, um, that sense of it here. So the love you take is equal to the love you make. You cannot, we cannot, because the nature of Krishna consciousness is it's all or nothing in this sense. Not all or nothing in the sense of pure devotee or or nothing but Krishna compares knowledge in the Bhagavad Gita to the sun, Aditya Vajjana, knowledge which is like the sun. And if you think of the sunrise, when the sun rises, it illumines everything equally and simultaneously. The sun illumines, and so you cannot understand your own soul more than you understand everybody else's soul. In other words, you cannot see yourself as a soul but not see everyone else as a soul. It's like the sun, either the sun's up or the sun's down. Either you're seeing the soul, you're not seeing the soul. It's not, self-realization is never local. It's always universal. And you cannot, we cannot expect more mercy than we give. And so if we're, if, if I, and again, I'm speaking for all of us, I mean, every, it, it, the time comes when you have to decide, you know, what you really care about 
and what's really important and whether and whether all of us have to decide am i really going to show up for Prabhupada in in a serious way or just kind of stay in my to use an insufferable cliche stay in my comfort zone i mean you don't want to get into a radically discomfort zone because that's also artificial and Christian advice against us. We're not talking about going to a super uncomfortable zone, but it's like working out. If you go to a gym, you know, if you just lift something which is very easy for you, you're not really getting a workout. There has to be some resistance. There has to be some, you have to sweat a little bit. And so, you know, we all of us have to get back in the gym and really start working out again. We've had more than enough time to indulge ourselves in all of our various ways. And the time has come now to really get to work for Prabhupada. So that's what I think, that's what my resolution is. That I'm, at least I'm going to try to do that. So to thank everybody. Any questions? I, I mean, sometimes people have questions here in digit land, digital land. Any questions here from the... What is Krishna West? Oh, anyone here that's hungry is going to be very sorry that you asked that. <laughs> um, Krishna West, I'll be, I'll be very brief. We are hungry. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can answer questions. While I'll tell you what, why don't, why, why don't we take Prashant and then we'll talk about it. We come over and we'll break, we'll break gluten-free bread together. Okay. So thank you all very much. And Hare Krishna, everyone out there. See you Hare later. Hare